Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. are on the clock and we have it covered here for you thanks to the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host Michael Kist. Follow me on Twitter at Michael Kist NFL. That's K-I-S-T. And today we are going to be recapping a few selections for the Eagles in the fourth round of the 2020 NFL Draft. These are shorter shows where we just kind of hit on the main points, give an instant reaction. I'll be flying solo for this one. Of course, if you haven't yet, make sure you check out the Kist and Solak show 181 from Earth earlier today where we dig deeper into the day two picks for the Eagles of Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts and Colorado linebacker Davion Taylor. Uh, I've also rebranded the QB Sco show to the QB factory with Mark Schofield and that show is going to be coming out later tonight. Uh, we go into the Hurts pick from Mark's perspective uh, and having a QB expert on staff is pretty valuable when something like this happens. So we're going to talk about the picks today, and then we're going to dive deeper into them on another show at a later date, but just kind of covering the, the surface details here. In round four, the first Eagle selection is Clemson safety Kavon Wallace, who is 5'11", 206, shorter arm guy, about 31 inch. Uh, and if you hadn't heard already, you'll know that I was down on the day two picks. But Kavon Wallace is easily a guy I would have taken at any point in round three. I really liked his film. He was a guy that I talked about throughout this process. Now, they call him a safety. His most frequent projection that I see is as a nickel. I think he can do some too, set, too high safety stuff. So he's another move piece in that way. And, and look, if you just look at a snap distribution at Clemson last year, 96 snaps at deep safety, 208 snaps in the box, 396 snaps at slot corner. And then you have seven snaps on, on outside corner and 40 snaps on the line, you know, giving blitz looks, jamming the box in short yardage areas, right? Like this is what Clemson required of their safeties. Isaiah Simmons, you know, also included in that bunch with Tanner Muse. You can see why the Eagles were attracted by him. Like that's the kind of versatility that they value. That's been the theme of their offseason additions. And like also position changes like guys like Wills, Will Parks. Jatavis Brown, Jalen Mills with his move to safety, Avante Maddox, who they kind of see as position agnostic, but may end up starting on the outside and so on. So this was one of my guys at the safety position slash nickel. He popped on film when I was watching Isaiah Simmons. So it was a bit of an organic process. I wasn't seeking, seeking him out. He just jumped out. And then I liked him at the senior bowl too. So the question obviously is how does he see the field? Because he's got guys like Nikel Roby Coleman in front of him, signed a one-year deal, really like him. Will Parks from the Broncos came over. He's vying for that same type of hybrid type role because he doesn't do a lot of free safety stuff either. Sidney Jones could be a guy that finally sticks or at least gives him a challenge for, for depth there in the nickel. So he's got his work cut out for him. And it's hard to ignore that the Eagles have 
still haven't tried to address CB2. So it's kind of conflicting, but just in a vacuum, Wallace is a good player, good film. Really liked him in man coverage. He tested really well, too. Uh, the 40-yard dash of 4.53 is pretty average, but you've also got a 38-inch vert, which is 87th percentile, an 11-1 broad, which is 97th percentile. You see that short area explosion come out on film. When targeted last year, he was only uh, allowed a QB rating of 61.9, so the analytics are pretty favorable for him throughout. And Wallace is an instinctive guy with great quicks. He's a secure tackler. And I do think he can push Nikel Roby Coleman uh, maybe by the end of the year. By year two, hopefully, he'll be able to win that slot job, which for a fourth-round pick, like, that's ideal, especially if he can win some reps in dime packages earlier than expected this year. So I like the pick at Wallace uh, at 127 overall in the fourth round. We probably won't know how much we really like it for a bit, but there's promise there, and the development arc isn't nearly as long for him as it is with a guy like Davion Taylor in the third round, you know, the linebacker from Colorado, I would have taken Wallace over Taylor, but you flip the picks in your head and, and I'm on board. Another versatile guy that the, the Eagles selected was Jack Driscoll, the offensive lineman from Auburn. The pick was at 145, so the end of the fourth in the compensatory pick selections. And look, I'll be honest, I didn't do like five games of scouting on Jack Driscoll film from Auburn, but from what I see from evaluators that I trust, He's a developmental OT possibility, probably fits better at guard. Here's what Joe Marino of the Draft Network had to say about Driscoll in his summation of his game. Quote, from a mobility and technique standpoint, Driscoll absolutely hits the mark. The challenge ahead for Driscoll is getting stronger so that he can survive exchanging power in the trenches in the NFL. If he can do so, Driscoll is a wonderful projection to a starting role in a zone run scheme that may offer the ability to play inside at guard, end quote. So this is an experienced guy, started the last two seasons, brings depth, doesn't need an overwhelming amount of development in terms of technique, and said it's more about functional strength, and he fits the Eagles from an athletic standpoint. So we'll see how he works out, but from like a philosophical perspective, I can at least get on board with the fit and adding to the trenches, which the Eagles hadn't done at this point in the draft on either side of the ball, and you, they were probably itching to do so at this point. So the Eagles were also supposed to have another pick at 146 right after Driscoll, but they traded out of that with the Dallas Cowboys, which I'm not in love with trade incest within the division, but like here's the details. The Eagles give up 146 to receive 164 and a 2021 fifth round pick. So basically they move back 18 spots, they pick up a fifth, and seeing how's the how the Eagles really aren't going to be in on the comp pick game next draft due to this offseason, I like the idea of adding late round draft capital that way. So that's the two selections for the Eagles in round four plus the trade. Thank you for joining me. Keep an eye out for other reaction shows like this and keep an eye out for episode one of the QB Factory later tonight. Fly Eagles fly. G and